This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. I am so excited today to have two colleagues, friends, sister girls. I don't know how to explain y'all. And you know what I love about the show? Every time I have people on, it's so hard for me to introduce because they're people who I genuinely like love and care about and, you know, go to dinner with and enjoy. Yay. So I always see a different side. But I have Cass Seegers Hi. here. And um, also I have Terry J. Vaughn on the phone. Hey. Um, Together, they've accomplished so much individually, but what I love, you know, about them is that they've come together and understand the power of the collective and it being that much more powerful, that much stronger. You know, Cass here in studio is an amazing writer, screenwriter. I've actually had the pleasure of working with her on Love Letter, yes. which you, you wrote as well as you had a, there was someone else who wrote on that. Well, as well. actually, it was one of our mentors. It was your, yeah, it was right. one of our mentors, um, Chazetier Martin. So we produced it. You produced it. Um, and um, the wonderful thing is, of course, the collective being mm-hmm. able to groom younger writers and, and younger women. And so that was her first project. And I love, love that about you guys. And then Terry J. Vaughn, of course, amazing actor. And I know, because I know, like, for me, everyone's like, you know, you have a role that people just remember. You've done a lot. Like, I know your girlfriend, Getaway 2, just came out. Congratulations. And it did really well. Um, So I guess you had Girlfriends Getaway 1 also. (laughs) I started backwards. But, you know, people know and love you from the Steve Harvey show as Lovita Alize Jenkins. Yes. I, how do you get tired? I know people always ask me that, but can I tell you like that was such a memorable character? Right. Well, no, you know what? I, I don't get mad. I'm very appreciative of that character and to be honest, like she's my favorite character that I've played. Um just because it was just so uh, uh, different than the characters that were on. And she was just everybody's, like, girlfriend. She was everybody's homegirl. And that's what every, when um, people see me on the streets, everybody thinks that they know know me. And it's because the character was so, oh, that's my friend. Right. You know, it's so funny because that character is so different from, like, you. Like, when you see, you know, Terry has lived in Atlanta been here I feel like we always see each other in passing and she's so like serene and like <laughs> <laughs> like her voice she just comes across as you know lies, I know everyone lies, lies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure you had fun playing but what I'm really interested in I love what you guys are doing with um, your production company tell me some about it like how did it I know I know the story but my everyone <laughs> listening doesn't so how did it come come about 
Um, we have um, our company is Nina Holiday Entertainment, and it is, um, of course, named after Nina Simone, mm-hmm. Billie Holiday. Um, when we first met many years ago, I was on set as a costumer, and Terry was working as an actress. And I gave her my first book, and she liked the book, and took it back to um, Los Angeles to her agent, and they wanted to make it into a television series. And it didn't happen, and through the series of events why it didn't happen, and the agent goes somewhere else, and they wanted to make the character different, we just you decided... Know, you, we, could, we could be... Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, well, well, they wanted to make the character um, uh, into uh, a Caucasian woman as opposed to a black or an African-American woman, which is how the book was written. Um, and it was more the comment of she just doesn't sound black. Like, she doesn't sound black. And I was just like, what does that mean? And from my experience, it was a new experience for me because I was coming from a costume book writing world and not the Hollywood world. Mm -hmm. But for Terry, she was very familiar with, you know, if you go in and you're this actress playing this type, then you are typecast into the neck rolling and the eye popping and whatever other stereotypes there are. Wait, can I just say something? I don't mean to cut you off, but isn't it amazing being in such a creative business how uncreative people are? Like Isn't lap- that funny? It's hilarious. It's the people that, and it's the people that are in charge, the people that are able to greenlight your projects. They're the least creative. They have not a creative bone no. in their body because they're about like, making money. I, and they're I get they're, it. they're accountants and financial people. Um, but yeah, so through that, we just were on a charge. We were on a roll. We're like, oh, we're going to change the industry. We're going to start a company. We're going to show them we're different. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later, uh, you that. know, we're still doing it. But we've made some really great strides. So it's been a great journey um, okay. starting from, you know, the, these two women who were not producers in the beginning. Right. And um, everything we've learned, the classes we've taken, the the trials, the tribulations, the successes, the, I don't call them failures. They're just learning opportunities. curves. Yeah, opportunities. I say that all the time. Yeah, so um, it, it's, been, it's been amazing. But that's how it started. But, you know, one of the things that I loved about what you said is that, you know, you didn't start out as producers. You knew that was your desire. That was your dream. And you took the classes. You you got in there. So often people don't start because they're afraid of what they don't know. Yeah. You know, and, and it's important. Sometimes it is instinct. Sometimes, you know, you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing in this lifetime. And all the pieces of the puzzle fall in. When you take the first step, they fall together they to do. support you and to give you all of the things that you right. need in order to succeed. So how was it for you, Terry, like going from being in front of the camera to behind the camera? Was that something you'd always wanted to do? Did it kind of fall in your lap or was it just a natural progression? A bullet um, or- I would say, no, it was definitely (laughs) always something that I wanted to do. I went to school for business. um, That was my next question. Where'd you go to school? So I didn't even go to school for, um, I didn't go to college for acting. Acting was something that happened upon me. Um, So I've always had that business side of my mind, Mm -hmm. um, even though I was always very creative. So even when I was on the Steve Harvey show, I was thinking of what was going to be next. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking that, oh, you know, I'm on a hit show. My character is really um, taking off. I should be able to get some meetings and stuff. I'm going to sell a show. So it was always in my mind that I was going to create a show that I was going to be on. So where'd you go to school? uh, Cal State Hayward. I'm from Northern California. Nice, because you are definitely a Cali girl. Oakland, is it? San Fran? Um, with San Francisco. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, so it, 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 it was 
a part of my journey, I believe. Like, getting into this business was the surprise part. But once I was in this business, um, maneuvering into producing, um, to me, was the natural was natural for me. I always knew that I wasn't going to just be an actress. Got it. Um, and I love the producing part of it because I love being, you know, in control of of what of of what we're creating, of what we're putting up on screen. I love being able to call people and give people jobs and offer mm-hmm. opportunities to other people. Um, that's my favorite part of producing. Nice. Oh, I love it. I love the work that you ladies are doing. Absolutely. So what was the biggest thing from, you know, the first project that you did? What was your biggest lesson? Um, well, I, my our first project, which was Angels Can't Help But Laugh, um, mm-hmm. which was a documentary, mm-hmm. um, was, is still one of my favorite projects, um, only because... The excitement of not knowing, the mm-hmm. excitement of, okay, okay, we're about to do this, we're about to do this, you know, and, and although you get it still, there's nothing like that first, right. you know, that first one. Um, but, you know, we didn't know much. We knew people who knew people. Right. So the one thing that I can say... Use your resources. Use your resources. Where in the beginning, we we had to use our resources. Like we had no choice. But the lesson in that is, even now, I think sometimes when you know a little bit more, your ego gets in the way. You use a little less and a little mm-hmm. less and a little less. Um, we, I try to still have that mindset of this has to be bigger this has to be better we have to bring people who know more than we know Absolutely. you know just all of that to bring the team together where in the beginning it was we had no choice mm-hmm. now I, I try to always remember that and if continuing that makes sense. to challenge yourself to be better than you yeah, were the last time yeah 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 that's really important I believe yeah. I, I really feel like that in success and to have that excitement that we had on that first project mm-hmm. because you can lose that in this business you get tainted all the no's and the this and the that and, and we were talking about that last yeah. night it only takes one yes yes one so yes. I try to remember that that excitement from the first project and, and why we did the first project which Terry can talk a little bit about that that was our mission that was our goal we wanted to put these women on the screen and they we wanted wanted to give them a voice. Mm. And although we now do it a little bit more with scripted characters, we're still giving them a voice. Got it. So got it. So Yeah, I would say Angel Channel but Laugh was was is still probably my um my favorite thing just because it came about so organically and raw and it was really we put that together ourselves with what little money we could bring together. Mm-hmm. And our own bank account flying people in <laughs> Um, and like she said, it's like I really had to rely on my relationships in this business. And the exciting part, and it was a little surprising, was that when I picked up the phone to call these actresses, how many people said yes? Because, you know, we get a little intimidated and we think that, you know, they're not going to want to be there, they're not going to want to support, or they're going to be too busy. And the amount of women that said yes to the project, that really just set it off for me. And that, that sparked um, my passion even more. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this. So oh, these yeah. Ladies can keep <laughs> working. Yeah, so that, that, I love that. And why Atlanta? Why here? We married men. <laughs> That's going to perfectly set up the next segment. <laughs> well, the things love will make you do. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason why I'm out here. Uh, I met my husband and he lives here. So, 
Oh my goodness, that was so classic. But you know, it was honest, it was authentic. But now that you're here, do you like it? Oh, I love it. I okay. mean, I, I was here um, and contemplating moving there. So I was spending time there because I was divorced and, and, and I was just there. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, I could just stay here. But then I really didn't love LA. So I came back to Atlanta and I was kind of toggling back and forth. And in this toggle time, Terry meets someone from Atlanta. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well then I guess you'll just be here. And then we'll of just course, be here. We'll just be here. And then, you know, I found someone here and now we're here. Nice. Five well, kids between us. <laughs> Ooh, y'all been busy. Mm. Very, very busy. But listen, we're going to take a break really quick. Thank you so much for, for listening so far to Candidly Keisha. We're going to come back. We're going to get even more candid. We've gotten, you know, the first part of the discussion out the way. I just want to, you know, delve more because what I love about women specifically is their ability to multitask and, you know, to do so much. So more right here on Candidly Keisha with Cass and Terry. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. Welcome back to Candidly Keisha. I have Cass in the studio. Sorry, Cassandra. Oh, Cassandra. But Cassandra. I always know where people know me from. If they call me Cassandra, I'm like, um, you must be from North Carolina. <laughs> yes, Cass is from Winston-Salem, correct? Yes. So we actually have a, a friend in common. My One of my besties is living. She's she's in North Carolina. She lives in Winston-Salem and works at Wake Forest. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah yes. in the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. And um, we have Terry on the phone. So, ladies, last we were talking about Atlanta. What brought you to Atlanta? And it was the means. Well, your means, not all of them. Just <laughs> ones y'all married. No, just them specifically. J just the specific <laughs> ones. The ones y'all married. So, how is it, like, you know, because I know you, like you said, have five kids between you guys. You guys are so busy all over the place. You know, how do y'all do it all? Mm-hmm. Do we do it all? You I don't know. Y'all do we, a pretty darn good job at it. Yeah, it's bad. I know it's crazy. We laugh. We laugh at ourselves. <laughs> uh, we call each other through the day and be like, okay, we're taking them, taking them to piano, but then they have to go back to gymnastics, and then we have to go to this meeting. So how are you going to time that out? Okay, and then I'll meet you there because after that, I have to um, pick Dalen up and take him to swim. And then, and then you got to go make some spaghetti at the it's house. Just, right, yeah. <laughs> and then, then you crazy. have to cook, and then you have to eat, and then you hope you have enough energy in the evening to be a wife. Right. <laughs> it's another whole story. Another That's segment whole story. three. <laughs> segment three. <laughs> well, you know, I love that. I love, because like, and you know what's really great and one of the things that I love about Atlanta and this kind of, in this industry and entertainment, I feel it's a lot different. It's a lot different environment than like in LA where, you know, here it really is about getting to know people. It really is the relationships. I do love You it. know, it really is like, you know, just last night we went to dinner together and you know sometimes the most productive you can be is that time when you have a dinner meeting and you just laugh mm -hmm. and you just sit there and you talk about stories that are going on in your life and you relate to one another and it brings it to a much more human level mm -hmm. you know because we're all going through the same stuff different characters different story you know but it's all the same at the end of the day it's kind of how I feel and how I see it so back to Atlanta brought you you got married, you did all that. How is it balancing having such, because, um, you know, we kind of talked to, alluded to, oh, the meeting and then gymnastics and then dinner and then this. So how did you know that these gentlemen were the one that could handle women as amazing as you are? 
Um, you, it, you learn, like you're learning it. I don't. I didn't know in the beginning. Um, I, my husband is. He when he came into my life, he just filled such a spiritual void, um, and it was just where I was at my life. It, it this place in my life where there were a lot of things he spoke and he spoke into my life, and he gave me a peace and a calming feeling that I didn't have um, at the moment because we can get with this business so hurried and everything right. you get anxious and you're waiting and, and you know just you just feel tense. Where he brought that piece of you know God's got you right, you know everything's going to be good. Like you know you're really mm-hmm. talented. I don't really understand that. So it was that support and that confidence that you lose from time to time, you know, or it's buried very deep. I don't want to say you lose it, right? You um, may lose and, sight of it temporarily, right? And that's what he brought to me. Um, and that was enough for me to say, I can start a commitment with him. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're constantly learning how you can handle and how he handles you and how you handle him. Mm -hmm. And, and we're always throwing them things, you know, Terry and I were gone out of town for a month shooting. Um, well for in the last two years, we've been not even in the last year, we went to Trinidad last summer, um, for a month. And then we went to Puerto Rico in April of this year, shooting two different movies. Well, the first time, Summer school, kids were kind of all over the place. Uh-huh. This time, the kids were in school. Ooh. So the they husband, had to do hair in the morning, had to do breakfast, had to make sure homework was done. Girl, I don't know what happened <laughs> while we were gone. <laughs> but but those kind time. of things, when you come back and the kids are still living, you're like, oh, okay, maybe they can't. They maybe they maybe I did pick the right one, you right. know. But it, you're constantly learning that. Um, and I'm, I'm sure t- Terry, we go back and forth. You know, we have a lot of the same battles. You know. Husbands are husbands. Kids are kids. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that it's, you know, it's important. you got to find somebody that fits you, that fits your life. And, you know, being in this business, you know, at this point in my life, I couldn't imagine dating. I really couldn't. Um, I love having a home base and to find a mate that supports this career overall. Just whenever I got to get up and go and he's like, oh, yeah, go, I got this. And he might not got it the way I want him to have it. <laughs> he might not cook dinner every night. He might order pizza every night. Might? Um, but right. He, he does it. And what he does it so I can go do what I need to do. And he never makes me feel guilty about being gone. And that's huge. Yeah. And, I, you know, and I'll, since we're being candid or whatever, in my first marriage, because this is my second marriage, in my first marriage, you know, he was a great guy. He was a great father. But he he made me feel guilty mm. when I had to be gone and, and, you know, go to work and make a living. He made me feel guilty about being gone. And that was horrible for me. It made, and, you know, we already feel bad enough anyway right, because right. we're up, we're gone, we're away from our kids. So we feel bad anyway. I don't need someone, you know, hammering that into my mind and into my heart. Any more than I do it myself. It is I'm so important to, help me to have down someone with that. who supports yeah. your So we're really fortunate that we have guys that get it, that are supportive, that want to see us win um, by any means. And that right. means it takes the whole team. It does. And, you know, it's funny. I guess my next question is, because women who are successful in business and how you guys, like you said, toggle between, you know, the two worlds very effortlessly. What I found is that what it takes to be successful in business is very different than what it takes to be successful in marriage and relationship and in home life. How do you kind of disconnect and, you know, keep business over here 
and family over here to not allow them to, you know, right. to, to individually stand and be successful. I don't know if it's so... Di- well, There, the one thing that is the thread throughout both is communication. So yes. to be successful in business, you have to communicate your feelings, your emotions, what you, what's going on with your team, your crew, whomever. Communication is very, very important. And it's very much the same in marriage um, because you don't want anything to fester. Mm. Um, the one thing that's different is we're, we're producers. So we have to be on set and be bosses and bitches and fuss. That's and the point this, I'm talking about. Like you have because to be able to... The level yeah. of assertiveness, the level of listen, it's not, I'm not I'm playing no games. Right. This is what I need and I need it now. Right. But when you go home specifically, like your husband both sound very like loving, but also like, you know, I'm the head of the household, but not in a a lot of times when people say that, like, right. I, this is how I, I figured it out. Because when I was younger, you know, I would look like that. My mom and dad, like, look, I'm doing that. Because my dad is very much a man's man, ex-Marine, my, the whole thing. And I know your husband is ex-Marine also. as well. So I know that there's a level <laughs> that comes with that. But as I got older, you know, even though it seemed as though, like, my mom was subservient. She or was my one mom, in the house. Let me tell you. Oh, well, that's yeah. why I said the head of the house. Yeah. So what I realized is my dad may have been the head, but my mom was the neck that turned that sucker whichever direction it's the same way. Go. Yeah, it's the exact same way. Isn't it crazy, though, how you have to, like, it's it's a weird make him feel like it's their yeah. idea kind of thing. Yeah. But that's what you yeah, that's what you do. Um and I think the older you get, the better you are at, at finessing that because mm-hmm. you realize it's not about you and so you can take the ego aside and it's okay. And I think one of the most important things I've learned from my mother is that um sometimes being quiet is you have so much more power in being quiet. So much more power. And I, I didn't know that. that. I didn't I know finally that. learned that. I didn't know that in my my twenties, you know, I felt like I had to always voice, voice, voice. But then I just let him make mistakes. I just let him mess it all up and then I just come in and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, let's see if we'll do that different next time. <laughs> and then I just walk out. And I couldn't do that when I was younger. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's the difference in my Yeah, and it's almost a, it's a, a relief to be able to not have to be yes. in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, because we go out and, we go out into our business and we, we have to be in charge. We have to be assertive. We have to, you know, and sometimes you just want to relax and you want to be the one to not make the decision, you make the decision. Okay, well, whatever you say. So for me, I love that he is like very proactive and very like, you know, he's he's the boss, he's the man. Um, but the beautiful thing is that he wants me to be happy. So it all, it all works together. together. Right. So everything that he's being bossed about or making decisions about, it's something that's gonna make me feel better anyway. Um, so I, I, I like being able to not have that boss hat on. I, not that we're not a boss in the house, because you still do have to be a boss in the house. But it's just it's a different, different kind. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. different. It's the it's not the boss those kids, but you know, kids <laughs> kids are different from they they they. Uh, we talk to them different from the way the father talks to them, mm-hmm. and I very much with my kids. Um, you know, I may be running the day to day and I've said it five times, but I can go to my daughter and I can say, you know what? One more time. I'm calling your dad. I'm getting your dad. Oh, and they straighten up right away. Oh, you know, and it's just, I love that respect and that honor and, and the fact that they just want to please him so much because that's something that you, they, a mother can't give Mm. her her child or her children. I, I feel personally, um, and that carries you throughout. She'll always have that honor. She'll always wonder, 
oh my God, I wonder if my dad, I, my dad wouldn't like this, my dad. And I think it's just that balance mm-hmm. in, the, in the house that I love. And and as parents, you set that because they look at you, you guys' yeah, relationship. Yeah, your relationship sets the tone for what they Absolutely. feel they deserve, yep. what they desire, and what they expect. And how they want to be treated. And how they, how how they, they are to be loved. Lo- how they are to be loved. And how they love. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, you know, it's a balance. It's a delicate balance that always changes. Yeah. We it's like kind of rolling change. with the punches, you know, right. it's life. You but know. it's work. Let's not oh, get it no, twisted. No, 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 no. Now, it's definitely work and prayer mm-hmm. and more prayer than work. <laughs> so what's the biggest piece of advice now, you know, both of you on your second marriage, you successful in terms of business and, you know, you have so much going on in life to a young woman who may be listening right now. What would be the one piece of advice that you would give you want to start, Terry, or do you want Cass to start? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I would say the biggest, most definite thing for me is to be grounded spiritually. Mm-hmm. Like, I could not I could not still be in this business. I could not still be in this marriage if I did not have a strong faith in God. And just surrendering to him and praying to him for guidance and protection and all the things that we need to maneuver through this life Mm. um to me that is the absolute hands down most important thing that i have going on in my life is my um spiritual relationship Mm. with god and and i agree i love it because like you know we were just talking before we started that you know for me and everyone's grounding everyone's you know, version of how they get centered is very different. And it's embracing what works for you. You know, for me, it's meditation. It's something that I've built into my day that helps me kind of quiet myself, slow down, recenter, and, you know, have a different perspective and outlook. Because a lot of it is your perspective also. And when you're connected to spirit, when you're connected to God, it helps you see more of the love in every situation versus what you desire to change or dislike. So, Cass, what would you say? Um, I, I would completely agree with Terry with being grounded. Um, and, and I guess going along with being grounded and being spiritually centered, it helps you find yourself. And that is huge. Never let anyone tell you who you are. You mm-hmm. know who you are innately. We just know that. Um, but we lose it along the way because so many people try to put us in a box, tell us who we are, tell us who we should love, tell us how we should love. Um, listen to that inner voice. Absolutely. Um, which comes from being grounded spiritually. And I think that that guides us in business, love, relationships. Sure does. Career. Um, you know, there'll be journeys, but it just kind of helps you lessen the mistakes. Well, but like you said, like they're really, and I agree with your statement of there aren't mistakes. Ultimately, they're opportunities to grow and to learn lessons, you know, and the time you may see, but in hindsight, looking back, you can appreciate, you know, the opportunities that may have come as a result of a seeming mistake. Or didn't come. Or or the things you missed out on. You may, there's some stuff I've matrixed around like, woo, thank you, God. (laughs) We need those, those moments of so-called mistakes or whatever, though, they help mold us. They help strengthen us. They help um, get, build our character. And I think they're on purpose. They're on purpose. And Absolutely. so I, you know, even though it might be frustrating at the moment to deal with them, um, I, I always make sure I check myself and even thank God for those moments, those yeah. moments of yeah. mistakes or mishaps. 
because it obviously helped me in some kind of way. And even the patience piece that you kind of alluded to, you know, so often we are so impatient and want things now. Oh, yeah. And That's the world we live in. The yeah. instant, in which these kids are going to have such a hard way to go because it's getting worse. And worse it's the and microwave worse. society. Yes. Like now, 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 now. Right. And that's just not the way life works. You know, things come when you're ready to receive them, when you're prepared to receive them. Yep. So you just have to do the work and then allow it to fall into place, yep. you know, in the and way that it's supposed yep, to be patiently. patient. Yep. Well, you know, I'm having so much fun with you ladies today. We're going to take a quick break here at Candidly Keisha, and we're going to return. I want to talk about more of, you know, what types of projects and what you guys have in coming down, the, what you have coming down the pipeline. So stay tuned to Candidly Keisha. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. Welcome back to Candidly Keisha. We have Terry J. Vaughn and Miss Cass Seeger still in uh, the studio and on the line. And we've, you know, we've kind of crossed a lot of different um, genres and bridges from family to work to what have you. But um, <clears throat> I have two questions. Well, first I want to say, what what projects do you have that you're working on that are coming up? You know, is there anything that people can tune in to see or, you know, what y'all got going on? What do we have? What do we have going on? We have a lot going on. Um, as you mentioned earlier, we have Girlfriends Getaway 2, which is airing this month on TV One. Nice. Um, it stars Terry J. Vaughn, the fabulous Terry J. Vaughn, uh, Garcelle Bouvet, Melinda Williams, I Essence love Melinda. Akin. I love Melinda. And Essence too. Essence I mean, it's, too. It's like, such I don't a great know Garcelle cast. as well, but I mean, so that's why I just know those two. Right. So, love, love. So, love. you can imagine the whole yes. set is Y'all love. Were a Everything mess. about it is love. Hilarious. And it was a mess. Um, but we have that, and uh, we're negotiating to turn that into a television Congrats, show. Congrats, so, um, Hopefully, we'll have that at the top of the year. And um, um, what's a, I have a new book. I have a book out right now. It's called Chimwala. It's on Ooh, Amazon. What's that about? It's about um, it's a journey about a woman from Malawi um, from the ages of fifteen to twenty five. It's her journey of being. Um, charged as the protector of her family. She marries into another family so that she can, her family can get the dowry and the journey that follows after learning how to love, going through the, the, the trials and tribulations and her trek across Tanzania and which she lands into America thinking it's a great opportunity and she finds herself a victim of um, sex trafficking. Wow. How did you research this? Because I don't... I was three years... It took three years. This is my seventh novel and it took me the longest to write this one. It took three years of research and speaking to um, women, especially one that this... a path, Her path was similar um, and I just thought it was an interesting story but what was most interesting is in all of the challenges that she had and things that were just horrific, her spirit was still so bright and enlightened and she looked at everything as a lesson. I love it. And I just like, I couldn't even imagine going through what she had gone through and still smiling and having that outcome. And I wanted to write a book that was about a spiritual journey where everything like we just talked Mm -hmm. about was a lesson um, which led her to her destiny and at the end of her path. Um, at the end of her path being 25 you know, right. years old. So um, that was kind of why I started writing the book and three years later and it's out. And I'm, I'm going to have to get it. I'm going to go. Chimwala. I'm yep. going to go online and get it. Is it on ebook too? Because I love it's reading. It's ebook. Love yep. it. I it's love e-book. Read, reading It's ebook books. and it's a paperback book. 
I love reading books yeah. on my iPad. I'm kind so. of addicted to it. It makes me really happy. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So, Terry, um, anything, what kind of projects are you guys looking for or do you desire to, you know, bring to whichever medium, whether it's the the big screen, television, or, you know, are there any projects that are close to your heart that you would love to to see come to fruition? Um, There's a piece that we're putting together, um, that we've been um, putting together slowly over the past couple of years, um, that revolves around um, a moment of Billie Holiday's life and Nina Simone's life and how it kind of merged Mm -hmm. through this common bond they had. Um, That piece is really, um, as you could imagine, very dear to our hearts, and and we can't wait till that one is out for people to see. So I would think that's, for me, that's the, the one that, besides the television series, because... Of course, my goal was always to produce and create a television series that I can start on. So we're a little bit closer to that with the Girlfriends um, TV show. So prayerfully, like Cass said, you guys will be watching that at the top of the year. Um, and, yeah, okay. those would be. Well, you ladies have, have a lot, a lot going on. And I'm just, I'm happy to say, you know, it's amazing to to meet people in the business who operate with a sense of love and integrity and vision and are doing exactly what it is they desire to do. And, you know, we were talking about this, you know, last night at dinner in terms of working with people that we love, that we enjoy, that we have fun with. It's so (laughs) very important. Like, you know, of course you have to have the talent. You need the skill. No one's saying that. But... You don't want to work with your cousin? Right. Your cousin Nene? No, no, yeah. no, not Pookie and them. Uh-uh. You need to, Pookie better come with it if he's going to come work with me. But it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you know I got some Pookies in my family. That's a whole other story we for another do. day. But, um, you know, I'm excited to, you know, moving forward and building on our relationship and working and growing and, you know, being able to help one another with all of the things that we're doing. Because I feel like a lot of people, you know, don't recognize the importance of paying it forward, Mm -hmm. the importance Mm -hmm. of, you know, us as a collective doing things together and operating. Mm -hmm. And this is something I talk about on the show a lot, but operating truly from a space of abundance and Mm -hmm. understanding that there is enough for everyone. There's enough. There's enough. enough. Yep. And And what's yours is yours. Like, me doing it is not taking away from anything that you have going on. Nothing. If anything, I... And and Terry and I are very much that. Like, we're constantly mentoring and giving advice. Like, every day, I'm sure people come up to Terry and ask her how she got in the business. Every day, someone says, hey, I want to write a book. I want to write a screenplay. And we, you know, we give this information away freely you know, just go and go do this. Go get this tool. Go get this book. Go get this. Absolutely. And I don't understand why people don't do that. It's just yeah. weird to me. But. It, was, it was so funny. I was actually having a conversation last night after we left our mm-hmm. dinner meeting. I um, I went to a friend's birthday um, little shindig. Mm-hmm. We went bowling. And we were sitting there. I don't know how we got on the topic of politics. And one person says, and I know this is this, I'm coming full circle with this, but one person says, um, you know, well, it's not polite to talk politics. But I said, no, we need to talk politics. I said, the problem is, the problem is, is that we aren't talking about it, that we aren't engaging, you know, the younger community and really discussing and understanding the repercussions. So all of this came, and one gentleman was very much 
we kind of were on different ends of the spectrums when it came to that. But I appreciated the conversation still because, you know, he was coming from the standpoint of, you know, I am a self-made man and blah, 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 blah. I said, so who, I said, so you didn't have anyone along your journey who helped yeah, you. I said, there was possible. no teacher who believed in you. Right. I came to this country as an immigrant and da 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 I was like, you know, I no, understand that. But the good thing was, by the end of this conversation, he kind of had to reflect and, uh, and recognize that, you know, indeed he did not do it on his that own. Ego, yes. That indeed there were people who yeah. made sacrifices to allow him to even get to this country to start over to build. How about that? Mm-hmm. How about that? How about the people might, you might not have ever met the people that helped you get to where you are. Exactly. But there was a path that was laid and, and it may not have been as clear. You may have cleared a little bit more way and cleared and there's somebody that's going to come behind you and make it a little and, bit more clear. And that was my biggest thing is that just how your path was cleared for you the, the biggest thing I see, you know, in politics and life and what have you is that we need to do more to reach back to, you know, share the information mm-hmm. to because ultimately the person has to do it. Well, you can't make anyone right. do anything. But you've done your part. But you've done your yep. part in terms of sharing the knowledge that you've gathered and how invaluable that is. Yep. And how, you know, so often people don't understand the small interaction that they may have with someone, how that has the, the possibility to change their life in that moment. That five-minute conversation can, you know, allow someone to see something that's possible that they never thought was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it's that important. was my point is that it's so amazing, you know, that you guys do come from the school of, you know, helping and paying it forward in the collective and bringing people together to accomplish even greater goals. Because, you know, it's I feel like it's something that's definitely lost. It's something that we definitely need. And I just wanted to applaud you guys for all the great work that you're doing. I appreciate you. 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 We applaud you. Awesome. For all of the work that you're doing. And the fact that you have this awesome podcast, like, this is great, too. Just having a forum to talk. We're always saying, oh, we should do this and we should do that. And, of course, everybody has their own thing. But um, this morning when I was driving down and we were on the phone and I was excited. I said, I'm excited. I'm excited to go talk to Keisha. I was like, she's doing a podcast. Like, that's so cool. So, no, I'm so excited. You have to imagine when they were like, so yeah, I was like, wait, y'all don't let me talk about anything I want to? What? <laughs> okay. I'm signing up. That sounds, so, I was like, y'all sure about that? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do this. So I'm definitely enjoying it. Oh, I have to, I was, it was so funny because last week, it's so funny. You know how we say, you know, everyone kind of helps everyone, you know, people who don't even know that they're making an impact on your life. Um, so I was having last week, I was having this moment where I was like, you know, I'm really enjoying doing the podcast, but I don't know if people are really being able to receive it. Like, you know, because with these things, you know, there's so much, we, you, know, you know, in the business marketing and this and that, right. that you can be doing something awesome, but if people aren't hearing it, does it really count? Does it, does it count? Does it count? So I was having this moment and I was just in meditation. I'm like, okay, listen. I really am enjoying this, but, you know, really this is, like, just me. Like, there's no big producers and stuff behind this coming up with topics. And, you know, it's me and James over here every day. Hey, James. Shout out to James. Shout out to James. And Sade, my assistant back here, is really just us. Like, this is it. And whoever we have on the show. So I was having this moment, like, maybe I, I don't know about this. So... Two things happened. I came in and me and James had an amazing conversation, you know, about some support that, you know, the radio station here and some other people were going to put behind it. And I was like, okay, angels, I hear you. Okay. 
I know I'm supposed to keep doing this. Then I left here and I went to Starbucks. And I hope I'm getting this name Ricardo at Starbucks right on 14th Street right here in Atlanta. I walk in the door and he was like, oh, my God, I love Candidly Keisha. I love your podcast. I just want to let you know that. He just went on this whole tangent. Wow. And I was like, and I said, you know what? I said, you have no clue. You just made my day. I was like, I so appreciate that. And you have no understanding, but thank you. And it's those things that, you know, that are that small that can help someone keep going when they're like, should I be doing this? Right. I'm not sure. And if you stay open to those different signs and receiving them, like it was that fast. The moment I had a moment of doubt, God was like, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Let me show you why. Let me show you why. Let me show you why. Right. Right quick. So, hey, Ricardo, what's Starbucks? (laughs) Hey, Ricardo. Hey, hey. But um, (laughs) um, on that note, we're going to wrap things up, but how can people reach you? You know, I don't know if it's Instagram, if it's Twitter, if it's your website. You know, this is your opportunity to kind of say, hey, this is how you can find me. Um, you can definitely find me on Instagram and Twitter at Terry J. Vaughn. Nice. Oh, that's it. Oh, and we're at <laughs> Nina Holiday. Entertainment or is it Nina Holiday ENT? This is horrible. I'm the worst with social media. Well, okay, at Nina Holiday ENT. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, at Cass Seegers. And um, our site is ninaholiday.com. Nice. Well, please support these amazing women who are doing amazing, amazing things. And, you know, this is Candidly Keisha. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we're going to have another Amazeballs show next week. (laughs) Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.